Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. All right. It is 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Let's head down to Venice or over to Venice, Louisiana, and let's check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. Good morning, Mike. What's up? Got a little rain on top of me this morning. Got a little shower over there? How about that? I looked at radar earlier. I didn't look over your way. Should have had. It's not looking too good. It's not looking too good. No. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Yep. Rain on the boot this morning. Yesterday we had northeast wind at fifteen to twenty, and where that come from, I have no idea. I know it. It didn't come up for me till about eleven o'clock, but when it did, it got uh, it got the white capping. I don't know where that came from either. Kind of messed everything up. I started out, and the water was done a little off-colored, and on that incoming tide, and that wind blowing the way it was. And uh, I mean, we caught 15 as fast as you could catch them, and I went, well, got them. But <laughs> light switch didn't go off; it threw the breaker. It threw the breaker. <laughs> you know that rain over your way? It's moving uh, southwest. I know. Ain't that crazy? That is. It's moving from east to west. I'm going, wow, you don't see that every day. Yeah. It's usually moving to the east. Yes. We had some build-up yesterday that we run from. Never did get us, but it it was doing the same thing. It was moving east to southwest, and... uh, it got on top of the river and it kind of broke it up. Mm-hmm. But and it, it is what it is right now. Hmm. Uh, fishing is awesome. You know, red fishing's not as awesome as it could be. Uh, you know, that river bumped back up, pushed them out there. They scattered on this, especially on this high tide. I'm here way back in the bushes, smacking on stuff. So, uh, in our tides, I mean, we've got a 
bull incoming tide every day. Oh. Don't get high tide around noon time, and so you can't get no calling, you know, unless you're going to stay 12 hours on the water. Yeah, you have to wait till dark 30 to get that ball in tide, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's just, you can't get it done. But, yeah, turn around. Dude, we got a sniper open in the morning, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, we got I that coming June 1st. Yeah, well, they didn't open it Memorial, you know. Well, our deal is weekends only, anyhow, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the parking lot was done full yesterday. The Snapper Chronicles. So, the, uh, but I don't, I mean, well, I'm looking at the wind for tomorrow. I don't have much fun. They're going to have Snapper fish in the water. <laughs> well, so, wait and see. If you, want, if you want to pull some wind, just open snapper season. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Always happens to it. it. It's just unbelievable how that works out, man. Yep. <laughs> kind of like deer season in East Texas. Right. So the weekend is generally, generally pretty warm. But other than that, that's you know, that's about it. I mean, the bait, our bait situation is unbelievable. I mean, I went through some bogeys and finger bullets yesterday that I said, man, we're going to light them up. And I think it was just too much. We caught a couple out of it, but it was just, there was so much bait. Yeah. I can't believe all the shad in our bay system. It's just. Oh, that's a, that's weird. There's shad in the rain. I mean, there's shad everywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't go anywhere without running into shad. And if you're running across open water, just look at your screen. It's just cluttered with it. Yep. Or watching rock horses. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can see them sprinkling up in your, in your wake. You know, it is so funny. Those customers talking about it yesterday. A matter of fact, I got Jerry Jones out here. He did manage to get one yapped off yesterday. He should have been with me Tuesday. <laughs> Boy, I found a mother Yeah, load. me too. <laughs> Somebody, I heard them on the radio yesterday. They, hmm. There's a bunch of them went on the east side over there, around South Pass. That's all they was complaining about was how bad the catfish were. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know Tuesday or Wednesday. They keep me alive. You know, problem that I was having it was keeping the customers on point on them trout and not throwing it in the wrong place because you miss it just a little bit I mean them them gapped up that bait hit the water and it's gone instantly I mean they, oh they yeah you can catch like them on top waters right them. now <laughs> oh yeah absolutely so but there is abundance of fish and bait that's for sure it's just we just hadn't had the right weather for well, I say the weather. The tide's been more of a factor than anything. It's been so strong. And, uh, you've got to get there early. I need to be in the water already. When it cracks, I need to be gone. But I don't know what we're going to do with these showers. And I looked at the futures, which you can't depend on the futures, but it looks like they'll come right over the top of it pretty hard. About 8, eight 9 o'clock. Well. Kind of like a fish close 
I'm praying the water blowed up on it. So we'll have to figure it out some more. Don't get them. Those fish are just stupid. I mean, them guys are being backed by noon every day. Really? Too, they're, you know, like you talk about the bogeys. I mean, they make one cast and fill a live well up. And, oh. you know, not having to stay out there trying to, you know, spend two hours trying to get bait. So, but what I was getting to a while ago, my cousin said, where's all the pelicans at? And I, I guess, evidently, they must be offshore. Just you know, if you bring it up, you know, I'm seeing a few in the bay, but nothing like uh, normal. You yeah. talking about the brown ones or the white ones? Yeah, brown ones. Yeah. I pretty much all our whites are gone. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen a white so, pelican. You know, they mostly winter here. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, I, I mean, like I said, you can walk on the bogies or shad, every which way you want to call them. Everywhere I go, I don't mind if they ain't diving on them. Oh, no. Unless it's just that good offshore, I don't know. I know the foggy boats have been making pretty short days. They're not even able to fly the airplane. I saw one boy working on the foggy boat. He said, we we don't even need a spotter plane right now. There's some big. Really? Make more money. What do they do with that pogey stuff? I know have, they have those big pogey plants. What What do they do with that? They process that. What do they use it for? Well, the oil, that premium oil goes to France for perfume. And then the uh, pogey itself, they just eat grounds up in the mill. And I don't want to give cat food, something like that. I don't know. I'll be darned. Oil that for perfume. Is, so you're saying French yes, women probably smell a little fishy? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Pogey oil for perfume. How about that? You know, I've heard of, you know, like ostrich oils and emu and stuff like that right. for cosmetics. and. Yeah. Huh, That's I'll be darned. That's such a big business. I mean, you, know, you look at the investment. Trout slick. Right here. Yeah, they've got, I don't know, they've got 10 or 12. The big boats, the boats ain't cheap. No. The drag boats and all that. So it's it's a big deal, you know, because that's why. It is. Big business. A, you know, we're trying to keep them a mile off the shorelines. And, you know, it went to, they voted. They said, oh, no, that's a major employee in Blackman Parish. They had 300 some people work there. Dang, that, that is big. Biggest, you know, there's just big money under the table what it is. Because mm-hmm. I saw one of them push in there, I don't know, last Saturday or something. I'm talking about, he wasn't a quarter mile off the beach. So, it's, uh, it's weird how some things get forced and others don't. True. It is true. But I'm sure we'll have a rash of enforcement down there this weekend. I haven't seen nobody all year. So, other than the biologists are down here, well, they ain't biologists, they're survey people. Right. Fish surveys. 
get them. You know, there was callers and all of us on the phone, and most of us got to ignore it. And, uh, then they went to doing emails, and, you know, I'd answer them. I'd answer them nine out of ten times on emails, but, you know, you come out with that work, talk word, you don't feel like sitting there typing in all that stuff. Or no. So. Nope. Well, they're wanting you to do their job for them. And no matter what but, your opinion is, nope. after you've you know done all these surveys and what you would like, as far as law changes and everything else, that means nothing to them. They're going, they got their own opinion yeah, about that. Somebody, how they're going to do it? Yeah, they, yeah. I, I, you know, we talk about it all the time. They won't stop these guys running. I have no idea. It makes no sense. I don't either. Whatsoever. It, it really doesn't. Oh well. Yeah, it looks like I'm fixing to have a wet day. I don't know. Well, I wish you the best. Hope you, hope you got your uh, Sims or your Grundens. <laughs> Slick her up. <laughs> I got a boat. All right, buddy. Yeah, well, hey, if somebody somebody wants to come over, Go fish ahead. with you. Give them a give them a way to reach you, man. Eight three two three three eight nine three seven six. Catch us on the web, RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, buddy. Well, Mike, try to stay dry. I wish you the best. All right, Nick. Have a good one. Watch that lightning. All right, man. See you. Yeah, All right. I that's did. Captain. Yeah. <laughs> that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana. Well, you know, Texan Roofing, they're the people I trust. Texan Roofing covers Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. And Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau A-plus rating with no complaints ever. And they're certified to give the best leak-free warranty in the business. And Texan Roofing has found the majority of jobs they do, they offered the lower price and beat the competition's quality and warranty. Along with honest roof inspections, A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all his crew, they'll work directly with you and really do a fine job. They always do. Call Texan Roofing at 281-391-9600, 281-391-9600, or texanroofing.com. And when you call the good folks there, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Oh. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 518 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down south now and uh, near G-Town, Tiki Island, Texas. Check in with James Plog. Captain James Plog, how you doing, little rat? Big Daddy, what's up, buddy? Not a lot, brother. <laughs> what's up with you? Northeast oh, wind? Buddy. Same old, got a little, man, east, northeast, blowing a little bit this morning. Yeah, it is, a little puffy. I noticed that when I walked out the door this morning. I said, wow, where'd that come from? Yeah, this ain't gonna be too friendly. Somebody, uh, oh, we got like a five boat deal. Like we got to go pick these guys up at Bolivar. <clears throat> I think Chris said something about what we're we gonna do in that northeast at fifteen. I ain't even looked at it. I just assumed it'd be the same. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. <laughs> I got this morning like eight. <laughs> I said, "Yep, ain't gonna be too good." But you look at the yeah. Noel. 
oil forecast is northeast five to ten knots smooth bay waters. That's well, a three thirty nine report. Well, Noah don't know a damn thing. <laughs> no, I don't know a damn thing. That's a fact. Oh, uh, Mickey, it's just like y'all fishing. It's good. It ain't it ain't old times, but it's. I mean, we catch them every day. Some days are really yeah. easy to catch a bunch of them. Some days you gotta, you know, work it a little bit. But I mean, you know, we're we're catching them. It's it's good fishing. We catch them wading, or you can go catch them out of the boat. It ain't mattered because the weather's been nice. It's like anything else, bro. When the weather's nice, it don't matter. Everybody's catching right. them. Everybody's killing them. So it's uh you know, we're catching. You know, I got four or five places we're waiting that are, are really good. They're just fish. You know, you catch. Uh, we might have caught one five pounds the other day, Mickey, but they're just they're nice fish, like what y'all caught. I mean, it's good. It's good fishing. It's not yeah, bad. I mean, it uh, it is what it is. I can I can catch them in one spot, and I can miss them in about twenty other spots. It's just the way it is. You know, well, my way and and. You know, I went to East Bay Tuesday. I spent a lot of time over there, and man, I don't think you can get another baby trout or gaff top in that bay. I never seen yeah, nothing it, like it. It's uh, you know, Mickey. I don't even go too much, uh, not boat fishing because of just what you said. It's uh, man, it's a good crop of little ones, but you know, there's a couple of places, just what you said, a couple of places that are tight, and it's good. I mean, you land on them. It, catch you you know 30 40 50 fish put you better you know what amazed me i hadn't you know i hadn't been over at bull bull shoals since last year and i went you know i fished around there i cannot believe how washed away and deep that place is now i'm telling you dude that's what me and you talked about the other day the whole bay over there just go to the shore just run the shore you're gonna be like man hey but it's not just there there's places i'm fishing right now waiting that, you know, I had me a little lineup. They're little small spots. Got a little reef or a little riprap out in front of it. Mm. And I got me a lineup where, you know, I park. And, okay, guys, I'm going to walk in here and stand right in front of that bush or that pipe or something. Well, all that's gone. Right. It's in the water. I had to get all new lineups. I said, man, I can't believe that. And then you stand there and fish, and you watch the ship wakes, and you watch the toes, and you're like, okay, I got it. This is 24-7, 365. And we said it a million times. It don't quit. But uh, I went to the beach yesterday, and man, if you if you're standing in them, it's it's good. It's really really good. But man, if you're not, <clears throat> you know, I was trying to do it in a boat, just because I'm sick of doing everything else. And now I'm going to the beach. <clears throat> and, uh, man, we was on the struggle bus, and I watched some guys just crush them, crushing them. Man, I'm not gonna get close to them and mess them up. No. And, uh, I'm- I but there's no, that. yeah. But there's no mullet, Mickey. There's no birds. There's no nothing. I don't know what. I know some of these guys are fishing on a spot, and they had them. And then I saw another group of guys, and they're fishing a spot on the beach, and they got them. But if you're look, just you know, you drive down In the beach, man. There's the nothing. Bucket. Yeah. There's the birds, there's the slicks. You know, what happens, you try to do it in a boat. In the mornings, you know, the fish are tight right there on the sand. And then even when the sun fades, you know, they get out there on the edge of that third bar. If you're in a boat, you can go to whittling on them. Right. <clears throat> but we had zero. I was zero, 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 and I'm like 40 miles from anywhere. 
and uh, I stopped on a place. <laughs> hey, I stopped on a place oh, that man. I had fish. Oh, no, it was terrible, dude. All I'm doing is burning gas. I said, man, the economy likes me. And uh, I stopped on a little place I ain't fished since the 80s just to make a pass. And it's it's kind of some deep water. It's on the right. off. And I caught a fish. Wasn't nobody more surprised than me. It's now got a fish. And I couldn't get the anchor out or nothing. <clears throat> so I come back around. I put the anchor out while I thought was right. And, buddy, <laughs> we went to absolutely yoking on them. Good ones. I'm like, man, God must have just sent me these. And it was really, really good. I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. Right. And I didn't find them till late. And I think I missed my bite. You know, they bit for about 45 minutes. I mean, hard, like getting it. <clears throat> and then I finally got one ate by a shark. Or one of my guys did. No, I think I did. A pretty good fish, about 18-inch trout. And he didn't like eat the head. It ate everything gone. Like, man, that was Oh, big it one. took it all. That was, that oh, was no, everything. Oh, and, boy. Uh, it, and we laugh. I mean, we done caught enough. You know, we caught all you wanted. And the ants on. So we got there, what you needed. <laughs> we got what yeah, we needed. <laughs> well, I try not to. We're trying not I to know. kill a bunch of these fish right now, man. It's hey, they are bloated with eggs right now. If we can make it through this spawn and not kill a bunch of them, we're gonna have a good recruits coming up. Hey, what's up, Jeremiah? But uh, I, you know, everybody likes to kill them. You got to take them pictures. So I don't know, but you know, now's a good time to turn them loose if you. If you don't need them for your grandma to have a fish fry or Uncle Bob needs a fish fry. Everybody's got a fish fry. Hey, when the fish is good, I ain't never seen so many fish fries going on. Boy, I'm Everybody's telling you, man. Fish fry. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you know, yesterday I I felt bad because, you know, we gut hooked about six or seven fish. And uh, I said, there's no sense in throwing those fish back. And one guy that, that John brought, he uh he wanted to have a little fish fry with him and his girlfriend, and I said all you need is a couple. We end up having to keep seven, you know that just uh, they weren't going to yeah, make but it. That's, yeah, but that's nothing. Look how many you let go. Well, <laughs> we mean? did. We let. I don't know. I know we caught over fifty fish easily. Hey, in the winter time when fishing stuff or springtime and stuff, there ain't no fish fries going on. As soon as they start biting them, it's fish fry time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pretty funny. Hey, we've yeah, gone from crawfish, crawfish boils to fish fries all in, fish fries. All in one month, buddy. <laughs> it, it on in. But I think, you know, Charlie's right. There's a bunch of places that you go up down this beach. You probably ain't going to catch nothing. These fish are on spots. Right. I don't know why, man. I don't know if these shrimp ain't on that beach. I know around 4th of July, you know, the big whites get on the beach. But, uh yeah. Hey, there's no bird. Hey, I stopped about 20 times, and I'm like, what are we casting at? There's nothing. I'm just looking at the bottom. I no mullet, no, no birds, no zero. mullet, no no nothing? Zero, zero, zero. Nothing. Boy, usually the surf's teeming with mullet this time of year. Nothing. When I tell you nothing, I run 40 miles of beach, nothing. Like, man, dude, wow. this ain't good. This ain't good. But, I mean, these boys I know, they're fishing on, on a spot. Did you go east or west? I went both ways. I went every. <laughs> oh, you did both. Boy, you did uh, burn some gas yesterday. Well, I had too much fuel in that boat. Mickey don't operate real good. Yeah, that's the way mine was. It was full Tuesday. <laughs> I filled it to the brim, and I said, hey, I'm going. I, I yeah, covered I got, a lot of water Tuesday. Yeah, I got rid of about 60, 70 gallons. <laughs> but, uh, 
But if you got them, you got them. And it's like anywhere. You know, I got a lot of places around me here that's got them right now. Yeah. And like we talked about, and that's what's weird, you know, these places I'm waiting and stuff. I mean, it looks good. You go in there and you actually think you're fixing to catch something. And sure. you usually do. Sometimes it ain't no good. But that deal on the beach surprised me. I was, yeah, that, me too. Maybe no that. birds, bro. Ain't no birds. Now, hey, I can miss something. I ain't telling you I'm God and see everything, but from what I saw, nothing. And I think in the morning those fish are probably too tight for me to reach on a, you know, yeah. with a boat. Well, the guys I saw that were throwing up uh, sunrise uh, beach pictures on on Facebook were uh, they were all ankle deep throwing down the beach in that first gut. Yeah, I'm thinking the the bite yesterday. Some people I talked to it ended at like six ten. Day before, two or three days ago, three to five pound trout. They fit till eleven o'clock because you don't want to reel no more, man. These guys are legit. I mean, I know what they're catching. Yeah, and the size of fish was unbelievable. Hey, what we caught yesterday, they wasn't no three to five pounders by no means, but just solid fish. And this place usually you. You're lucky to catch anything, and when you do catch them, there's usually little. I just reach for straws because I ain't catching nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, where'd these fish come from? It's pretty good. Right. But all that'll change today. I'm on the throw and all that. Got them at east about 18 knots on them. But the yeah, that's so not going to be good. Well, but what's saving you, Nick, all the water coming to the channel, it's clear water. It's clear gulf water coming to you because the gulf is so green. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was fishing a place on the jetty yesterday, and I looked down. I'm just fishing away. We ain't catching nothing. And I looked down and said, dude, this ain't no good. I'm looking at the bottom in like six foot of water. Wow. There ain't, I said, there ain't nothing here. Let's go, man. This is terrible. No, I, <laughs> I, I catch most of my fish in that kind of dingy water. Yeah, but if this green water wasn't coming your way, you'd be fishing in the mud. It's well, I've really been in the mud, clear. son. I've, I, my life ain't been. I've been a mud duck for eight years now, and uh, to see that green tide rolling up that channel towards me, it just uh, well, that's pretty cool. It boosts your enthusiasm somewhat, and I hadn't had a lot of that lately. <laughs> yeah, but that sounds like y'all had a couple of really good days, man, and that's awesome. Hey, fishing by no means is terrible. Are they everywhere? Not quite no. like that, but it's. But it's good fishing. A lot of people. Well, I can tell you where they're not because Tuesday I I did all that. Uh, I mean, I worked some summertime patterns over that normally is lights out for this time of year in those conditions, without even a bite. Really, and I can tell you, if there was a if there was a trout there, I would have got a I would have got bit or caught one, even when they're not on. And, right. Uh, I mean, good structure, summer stuff that, hey, that's what we lick our chops for is calm days where we can target these areas. And uh, then you pull up to one spot, bing, bang, boom, there you go. They're here. And uh, Tuesday, was, Tuesday was like that Mickey Leo. First place we hit, because I waited Monday, and I couldn't touch my, my weight and stuff because I was fishing out of the boat. Just, it wasn't right. Right. <laughs> and, uh, Man, we don't catch nothing for a long time. Fine, we catch one. So, okay, we catch one. Anyway, long story short, when they bit, we catch, and I can always tell when the bite's slow. We catch like 60 fish, babies. We had eight decent trout. But we, it's eight, it, I, that's why I told my guy, I said, bit, it's eight to one. 
little ones, I just said, they ain't nothing biting. I said, I know what kind of fish are here. They're nice ones, but all these babies are biting. So yeah, they just kind of take over, yeah, when the bites are. Because them bro. little trout feed all the time. They're like gaff top. They never stop. Hey, they're like teenagers, dude. Me and you are full. <laughs> they go to McDonald's and get them an apple pie or something, you know. Yeah. Done. So I left there, and I went to another place. It's, it's, it's a small spot, and it, it, it was on it was perfect though, because the current was the water was still clear and the current was running. You just throw right. up current like fishing on a well pad, and we just left them. We just left them biting. But you know, I didn't really go check nothing else because it was we didn't caught enough. <clears throat> so, but yeah, Tuesday I think it was off a little bit for me anyway. But anyway, buddy, I got to get out of here and go get these guys. I know you do. Them, go man. take care of your sports and your hey, I'm glad y'all had a good. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad y'all had a good. <laughs> I, hey, I'm glad you had a good week, dude. That's awesome. That's Alice, a good deal, man. It's, it's fun, ain't it? When yeah, stuff's it's in good. the books. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you and go to the bottom and all that, how they get a hold of <laughs> Come you, Come on, we can, buy, we can <laughs> damn sure buy some fuel, buddy. 409-771-7306. All right, my friend. James, Thanks, be man. safe always, out there. Catch him always up. Always appreciate it, buddy. See you later, man. Hey, you too. See you, see you man. All right, that's Captain James Plog down in G-Town. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's are located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system check them out firsthand at the store they're on display if you need more info call jason cogburn at 281-701-8107 and we're still in the height of crawfish season boards has got some great deals on crawfish and plenty of them in stock reserve them for memorial day it's uh it's looking pretty good and their wild caught guff shrimp look for those big u10s and 912 wild caught guff shrimp they've always got those with a great price Call them at 409-945-4001 or go to boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 537 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go down to Offit's Bayou. Off at the Bayou and talk to Captain Sharky Marquez. Sharky, what's up, man? What's up, stud? Oh, living a dream or somebody else's nightmare. What's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, I like that. Well, I'm doing the same thing, brother. It's a... Uh... It's a big day for us here at Bayside. We're getting ready for the grand opening, and uh, yes, sir. I got a little six-hour trip this morning. Um, so we're going to go out there, catch a bunch of fish, get back shower, start doing some cleaning, and uh, just getting ready for a big night, man. There you go. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. I know. I wish I could come down there and hang out with you guys. We're going to do that one of these times. I'll just, I know it, brother. I know it. It's just a Thursday nights are a bad night for me because I get down there. Oh, I yeah. want to come home and then, boy, I'll have a bad show tomorrow. Can't have those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know it. I know it. 
Well, shoot, man, we went. Uh, I had a 12-hour trip yesterday. The initial plan was to go drop some some baits for some swords, but man, I that heard weather that got from my tire man, old Chavo. He was he was going. Oh, off did and, you? Yeah, he called me the other night, <laughs> but uh, he said you were going sword fishing. Yeah, well, I was just going wishing uh, after yesterday when I hit the 60 mile mark in the morning time and the weather forecast was uh it was a little rowdy dude um i had two yeah where'd that northeast wind come from jesus mickey it i i swear to you it was it was probably gusting i don't know 18 to 20 out there it was white capping so bad that and it was you know every forecast you would look at said zero to ones you know in the morning and uh Man, I'm sure there's I, – I, I don't know. I'm just telling you that when I got to that 60-mile mark and I realized that I had to drive back in this stuff, I had no idea it was going to lay down like it did. You know, I was hoping for that. Um, but I had kids on the boat. I said, you know what, we're going to play around at this 60-mile mark. And, uh, I mean, it was so it was so choppy, Mickey, there for that first two or three hours that when we were – drifting over the reef or drifting over the wreck you know and you'd have to pull back up to it we were kind of beeliner and king fishing um you know we were taking we were taking waves over the front of the boat you know just driving a quarter mile back up to the spot i mean it was that Man. it was that freaking windy i know well see and it I'm was calm here. you know in the bay yesterday morning we had like a north wind at about five it was perfect and oh yeah we got on our fish and uh, we're doing real good, having a great time. And I don't know about ten thirty or eleven, it started puffing up out of the northeast and oh yeah, kept getting more. And I'm going, boy, I thought what of you heck? and especially Robert and his twenty two hydro sport offshore. I'm going, man, I bet he's getting his brains beat out. Yeah, it you know it was a good day to do exactly what we did and get out there and fight through it and then the ride back was like you know glass but i'll tell you what there for a little while and then we had this big frontal or not a frontal but a uh, a big storm pop up in galveston i was watching on the radar and then it moved down to freeport and my weather system you know channel 16 started going nuts and you know they were picking up 40 mile an hour winds in that little uh sell that form so you know we're right. trying to blast around that thing and Boy. but i tell you what we we got out to that spot i dropped you know my divers in the water and was trolling around that thing in the first like three minutes hooked a really nice kingfish which was a you know caught a caught a big king which was a great sight to see so of course we go right back over that sucker and um we hooked something else maybe it was like a i don't know what it was but we were fighting it and the boat was kind of slow, and those those diver baits were just fluttering, you know, really, really just fluttering. I had one one out of three motors in, in gear, and we were kind of just hovering over the spot. And man, every every rod was like, and I was like, all right, they want them, they want them <laughs> slow, you know. So we're sitting there having a good time, catching a bunch of fish, and uh, this back rod, Mickey, is just. Just singing, buddy. I mean, singing. <laughs> and I said, I said, guys, I think we got a Wahoo on. And because uh, we were far enough out, and I just talked to Jeff, old Nailum Naylor, and he said, yeah, buddy of mine caught a Wahoo around that area, you know, uh, 
two days ago. I said, all right, guys, I think we got a Wahoo on. Dude, sure enough, right right about when I said that, that thing started dancing out of the water, and it was a freaking sailfish, dude. Oh, It was a sailfish on a diver. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm backing down on it. And I'm like, real, real, real. <laughs> and uh, we, we played around with it for a while. It, it came out the water two, three times. And then I was like, keep that right tip up. And, man, we just pointed it towards the fish a little too much, and that thing went for a jump. And uh, all you could see is kapow, and you could just see my – yellow and orange diver just flopping in its in its mouth and i'm like oh my god <sighs> so yeah he got us he got us um but it was a beautiful sight to see <laughs> oh that's goodness awesome. that's cool that is cool it was cool man and uh i'll tell you what we caught three amberjack a strawberry grouper couple mahi uh some of the biggest freaking mangrove snapper you've ever laid your eyes on. I'm talking 10-pounders, dude. I mean, nice. they were like big, big mangrove snappers. Um, and that was just a little close-in spot, you know, when we were trying to get around the tip of that storm that was pushing through Freeport. Uh, and I didn't know if it was going to push or not. So right there, we're on the back edge of it. And uh, I said, turn up, it pushed through. Let's let's try it. Let's try to rip through here real quick. And man, there was mangroves loaded up in there. So we got some really nice mangroves. And, you know, we made a good day out of it. You know, it that's was, good. It, was, it ended off really beautifully, you know. Um, in the morning, it was super sporty. But in the afternoon, it was glass. And uh, shoot, we just made, made the best best day that we could you know with the kind of elements and uh you know with the kiddos on the boat without making anybody super super uncomfortable you know sure that's always so. good Mm-hmm. yep i know uh that old northeast winds up this morning east northeast boy it's ripping isn't it i'm looking at these flags yeah. in front of the boat here and it's those flags are straight buddy i wouldn't want to be going deep out. this morning yeah yeah uh, well, it was a beautiful like week. Did. I mean, all your guys oh, yeah. inshore should have caught them up good, you know, Sugar Shane oh, and all yeah. that crew. They smacked them, man. They smacked them. I guess yesterday was a really good redfish day, a couple nice big trout in there. And, uh, you know, shoot, man, it's been it's been pretty stellar. You know, we're still in that variety time, so we're getting a lot of, a lot of different species and uh, – Man, I don't know. Seeing that kingfish yesterday and having a couple more kings on, and you know that's good. That's I just feel like it's going to be a really stellar summer. That's We've pretty already, good for this early in the year, you know. That's, that's uh, what I'm uh, saying. Maybe that's a positive sign of a good summer on kings for a change. Last year was just Heck terrible. Yeah. Heck yeah! Everything seems to be a little early this year, man. We had Jack popping last month, you know, a month ago. So I'm like, man, I mean, that could be a good thing. You know, I think it's going to be a stellar, stellar summer. So if we could just get this wind to lay right. down for the next few months. <laughs> yeah, and what, Snapper opens uh, June 1st, right? June 1st, brother. We're almost there. Why didn't there. they give it to, why didn't they open that up for Memorial Day weekend? With all oh, the people that, you buddy. Know. That would be nice. Yeah, that would. That would be nice. And a lot of people but, are going to be off and. Everybody wants to go fishing on Memorial Day, cooking and fishing. Cooking and fishing, buddy. 
You know, they uh, extended it 25 days. I saw that. So That's nice. Yeah, that, uh, that'll that help you guys out a little bit, especially if you pull some, you know, stretch of bad weather and you can't get anybody out there, you can make up for it later. Oh, you daggum right. Because, yep. man, them days That's, when you lose them, they're gone. You're not going to get them back. I mean, it's over. That's right. That's right. I went ahead and blocked myself off from from being booked inshore through August 25th, you know, through the end of snapper season. And right. I went ahead and blocked a couple of days off as rescheduled days. So, you know, that's exactly right, man. Usually we don't have that luxury, but, um, you know, those extra 25 days, maybe, you know, shoot, if we get 40 or 40 or 50 out of 85, that'd be great. Yeah, that would. At least get half Ooh. of them. All right, yeah, man. I know you're a busy man. You got to run your old crew this morning and uh, get in and get things ready for tonight. Sharky, if somebody wants to call you or come down or anything, give them some info, buddy. Come on with it, man. Let's go make some memories. You can hop on our website. It's outcastfishing with no G charters.com. That's outcastfishingcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, availability right there on our website. Get booked up and hooked up. And man, if you guys want to come out tonight, Five to eight o'clock here at Bayside Event Center, right off Sixty First Street. It's a we'd love to shake hands with you, and uh, you can meet the crew and ask sure. questions and stuff like that. Cool deal, brother. Should be fun, brother. Okay, All right, man, Sharky, we'll you have, have a good one. one, man. All right, see you, man. No rest for the weary. <laughs> see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that's Michael Marquez down in down in G Town. Now let's run up to the Big Sam Sam Rayburn Reservoir, and let's talk to my good friend. Mr. Randy Deerman. Randy, tell me something. What's up? Oh, Captain Big, same thing, same thing. Just uh, every day been out there, you know, chasing them crappie around on them brush piles. Randy Deerman, the grinder. (laughs) That's a lot of work, man. It's been a grind. I tell you, uh, I don't know what's going on. One day we catch them, you know, really good. Next day you catch them, but you know, I mean, 50, 60 fish, you'll keep them. Right. Another 150 bowbacks, but uh, it, uh, I don't know, this little old north wind keeps blowing and uh, it just seems like it's different every day. One day uh, they'll bite pretty good, and next day you just got to beat it right. up. It's 25, you know, 20 piles to, to get a decent box of fish, but. Uh, Size has been of the keepers is really good. It's just you got to go through all them throwbacks with them. I mean, and they're like an eighth of an inch short. That I mean, some of them are so close. I, I, I want to keep them, but they uh, especially want to swallow that hook and you got to dig it out of them. But uh, eagle bait uh, or bass bait, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, a couple, a couple of them couple of them old blue hairs they uh i think they when they see my boat they just start circling around us yeah we had one following us up there i named him walter look at old walter following us around from brush pile to brush pile yeah i know you're gonna throw them back and a lot of them are gonna float they scoop them up but i guess that's part of nature you know it is nothing goes to waste on the water yeah yeah, everything's running kind of behind, it seems like. Nikki, usually by now we quit catching all them little ones, but uh, I don't know. The water's still up high, and 
I think there's still a lot, a lot of fish still up in the grass and all that hadn't came out there deep yet. Yeah, and, and, and what amazed me when that second day's catch, when we brought all those fish on and cleaned them the next morning, the half of them had eggs in them. They were full of eggs. Yeah, it just everything's running behind. I don't know what it is. I mean, uh, is, is Remember all the- spring, you know, we'd think, all right, we're into spring now, and it'd start warming up, and the water would warm up, and then we'd pull another one of those late fronts and then drop the water temperature 8 and 10 degrees. Yeah, uh, Maybe that had know. something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. It just, I just know we're going to go out there and, and catch what we can catch. Uh, it just kind of kind of been a strange year. I mean, it's not that we hadn't caught you know, decent amount of fish. It just, uh, you know, it's uh, a lot of bites. <laughs> oh yeah. And some of them piles have got so many brim on them right now. If you don't get that bait down past them brim, I mean, if you hold, if you hold a minute right there on top of the water or just go you know, six inches under the water, then brim just come all over. Oh, it'd be three and four and five of them trying to get that minnow off. I, I saw that fishing with you when I was there. So look at all yeah. these brim up high. Yeah, but uh, but the crappie are not down deep, you know. I mean that yesterday. No, what well, uh, we we were fishing what maybe ten, twelve feet at the most, you know. Yeah. Yesterday I caught, I caught uh, some of the bigger ones that probably wasn't but six, seven foot down. I mean, just barely be drop it down and. If Brim didn't get it immediately, you'd catch a decent crappie. Right. Well, it'll it'll all materialize. I know it sure is pretty up there, and, man, I miss it. I wish I could do that two or three times a month, just come up there and yeah. hang out for a couple of days. I like it up there. Uh, Until it gets hot. I don't like it in a hot summer, oh, man. You don't get it's, any... it's starting to get hot, but, you know, we've had this north wind all week. We've had Yeah, that's been nice. You know, Boy, it sure was nice on the bay all week with that light north wind in the mornings. It felt kind of had a felt like fall, you know, with no humidity. Yeah. Felt good. Yeah. All right, Randy. Well, hey, bud, throw out your number. Somebody wants to come up and fish with you, bass fishing or crappie. You're the man. How they get a hold of you? Hey, it's nine three six three two eight zero eight six four. I get to go bass fishing tomorrow. Oh, that a boy! All right, man. Well, good luck to you, and uh, have a good one, Randy. Always appreciate it, buddy. Talk to you, Captain Mick. See you, man. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early at four a.m. right here at Sports Radio six ten KILT Houston. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.